welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome once again to Grace and Peace Radio. I am your host, Anthony, and along with me is my new co-host, Amy. <laughs> it's nice to be here again. All right. I guess great. I got the job. I, you know, I, the board and I met <laughs> since the last episode uh-huh. and we talked it about around and we voted on it. So we decided of all the people who applied for the job, uh, which was you, uh, <laughs> And of all the people who voted, which was me. Ah. So I put in a good word for you. Thank you. So It's always nice to, you know, be related to the yeah, one of the board members. Exactly. So the board member. Right. So don't blow it. Okay. Because I got no you pressure. The, I got you this gig, so <laughs> yeah. don't blow it. Yeah, and at this pay scale. Yeah. People are like, I tuned into this. Why? <laughs> Yeah, well. (laughs) Anyway, so it is a it's a joy to be with you again. Yes, it is. And uh, so today we're going to continue with part two of spiritual strength for dark days. You know, hopefully you have listened to part one and you heard how we gave a list of things there uh, for ways that you can just encourage yourself, build yourself up, keep your spiritual stamina up in difficult trying days and we want to continue that today we have we didn't finish the whole list and i got to thinking about it because you know i don't sleep so i got to thinking about this (laughs) in the middle of the night and i realized we could do like episode after episode after episode of ways that a person can encourage themselves spiritually. I mean, there's just oh, no... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You've so, got 66 books of the Bible that, you know, help you do that. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can... So that we're just going to round out uh, this list. And like I said, it's not a, a full final list that that's not going to happen. But hopefully these are things that you can draw on as there's just a lot of stress in the world right now. Absolutely. And so we wanted to try to figure out a way to to encourage and help uh, our listeners in doing that. We started the episode last time by reading Psalm 94, the first half of it, 1 through 11. So I'm going to go ahead and finish Psalm 94, and we'll read uh, 12 through 23, and then we'll get started. Blessed is the man you discipline, O Lord, the man you teach from your law. You grant him relief from days of trouble, till a pit is dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not reject his people. He will never forsake his inheritance. Judgment will again be founded on righteousness, and all the upright in heart will follow it. Who will rise for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said, my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Can a corrupt throne be allied with you? 
one that brings on misery by its decrees. They band together against the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord has become my fortress, and my God is the rock in whom I take refuge. He will repay them for their sins and destroy them for their wickedness. The Lord our God will destroy them. Again, it's just the idea that the Lord is in control. The Lord is sovereign. And that, that really is the foundation to, to all of this. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that we wanted to talk about, the next thing on the list, and again, these were in no particular order. So if you are listening to part two first, that's okay. Yep. Not a problem. You can easily go back. Yep. Amy, why don't you go ahead and read off, uh, what's the first one there on the list? Well, one of the things that can be done for spiritual strength in dark days is to remember your brothers and sisters in the present day. Um, Think about China, North Korea, India, the Middle East, North Africa, Mm -hmm. and our brothers and sisters there. You can also think about brothers and sisters who are in lockdown in the U.K., and elsewhere in Europe, mm-hmm. and amazingly here in the U.S., New York, Michigan, California, yeah, yeah, many other states. Right. Uh, so again, it's the idea of remembering that you're you're not alone. Remembering our brothers and sisters in Christ who around the world in different circumstances, not just COVID-related right. lockdowns and everything, but persecutions political unrest, whatever it is. You yeah, know. many, many times in, in much more dire circumstances mm-hmm. day to day yeah. than we could ever imagine mm-hmm. where we're at now. Yeah. And while you're thinking of them, it's not just a matter of going, well, I'm glad I'm not in their shoes. It's, it's remembering to pray for them as well. And then another one that we had was, Remember the Ebenezer's of your own life. As you look back and you say, well, what, what's an Ebenezer? An Ebenezer, it comes from 1 Samuel seven twelve, when uh, the prophet Samuel set up a, a stone of help, which is what Ebenezer means. And it, and it says, thus far, the Lord has helped us. And so an Ebenezer is just that. It's a, it's a stone of remembrance, a stone of as we grow in the Lord, as we the longer we're Christians, there are these times, these trials that the Lord brings us through, and we begin to be able to look back and see those. And and I think what's important with that too is, as I encountered today face to face, after a particularly difficult day, when I was reading the the show notes and and remembering the Ebenezer's, sometimes we do need to go back and look at those and remember. The, the Ebenezer's and um, remembering that help because sometimes we don't see that in the midst of the chaos you know, or whatever it is that's going on. So um, don't discount the idea that even though you've had a really awful day and whatever that means, that there still weren't Ebenezer's out there during the day. That obviously could have made it a lot worse mm-hmm. if, if it wasn't for God's protection and help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know even with like with your job, you your job is sort of seasonal or it, it's got these ebbs and flows throughout mm-hmm. the, the year. And so there are these particularly busy times. And 
you know, now you can look back and go, God got me through that time, that time, that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year, the year right. before, the year before. And so the same thing is, is true for, for you, uh, listeners. And so, and that's another thing too. If, if you can think of a time, if you want to share a story of a time, an Ebenezer time in your life that God got you through, give us a, you know, we, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear how the Lord got you through it. Yeah. We really encourage you to, to reach out to us and, and let us know. Yeah. So email us at show at graceandpeaceradio.com, show at graceandpeaceradio.com. We don't have to use your name or anything, or we just use your first name or whatever. But if you want to share a time, um, that would be, that would be great. Um, I'll tell you, and I've mentioned it on episodes recently for myself, um, you know, finishing up the MDiv, I had four classes this semester. It was crazy trying to do that in a full-time job. And I had 10 major projects to do. And I thought, I mean, I, I would wake up in the middle of the night thinking about those. And I thought, man, I I know God's going to get me through. But how is God going to get me through? Right, right. Yeah, because it is. It's hard. Sometimes we want, Lord, could you put a mile marker out there? Mm. And so here I am, and next week is the last week of classes, and I can say God got me through. All my projects were done and done early, and um, so it was, you know, I, I thank the Lord for it. And there have also been other times, you know, whether it's um, financial difficulties that, that mm-hmm. we've faced in the past or whatever. Yes. Um, so really, and there again, whether you're single or married, you you have Ebenezer. You have these stones of, of remembrance, these stones of help. Mm-hmm. And I think that also goes back to what we were saying last week, that part of what helps us remember those Ebenezer's is when we're praying and is when we're we're reading our Bible mm. because it's by virtue of that that we're more likely to think of those things mm-hmm. because we are focusing on God and then the Holy Spirit will bring those things to mind. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so number one, remember your brothers and sisters in the present day. In the last episode, we had talked about historical examples and biblical examples. And so probably should have lumped that one in on the last episode, but, uh, but remember your brothers and sisters in the present day. Second one, remember the Ebenezer's of your own life. And there are, there are more than you, you realize. And then uh, third, what's the third one, Amy? Third one is find a faithful Bible teaching church. Um, we all need that. We, we need to be fed. Uh, we need to be taught. And um, we need to be nourished. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and, and part, of a, part of a body. Right. Part, right. part of a, a, a local body of believers. To encourage each other, to, he, to hear their stories, uh, to, you know, all of it. For every reason that a Christian needs to be part of a local church, which is what we're all called to do. Right, and it's part of the whole yeah. gaining spiritual strength. Yeah, so this is kind of one of those, uh, duh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, as far as being a Christian, <laughs> but that, duh. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um, so, uh, 
So remember your brothers and sisters in the present day. Remember the Ebenezers of your own life. Uh, find a faithful Bible teaching church. And in your heart and mind, uh, separate yourself from the city of man's affairs and the concerns as much as possible and regard your yourself, regard ourselves as a citizen of the city of God. And I am borrowing Augustine's terms there, uh, the city of man and the city of God, but it's just the idea of, yes, we live in this world, uh, and yes, we, we have to pay attention to these things, but we, we also have to constantly remind ourselves, this world is not my home. Mm-hmm. These political events that are going on, what, and even if it were the political events a year from now, they concern me, but they don't concern me. Right. Our hope is not in those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whatever economic things are in the headlines, whatever comes, they concern us, but they don't concern us. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised when recently I was reading in First Peter 4, Peter tells his readers, do not fear what they fear. And they being the, you know, the unsaved, the, the lost. That's wisdom right there. Again, as much as possible, separate yourself from the, the city of man, you know, this world versus remembering that you're a citizen of heaven. Right. You know, a pilgrim, like Peter says. And sometimes you physically have to. We physically have to step away from it. Which yeah. means we physically have to step away from the TV, step away from social media. We have to, well, frankly, what I ended up doing today after a rough day was I pretty much sequestered myself in a room and read the Bible, read some Psalms, and, and did some praying to separate myself from all those worldly thoughts that were just beating me up, that I was allowing to beat me up. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing like getting alone with the Lord. And then another one, do what you can to improve your circumstances. Do what you can to improve your circumstances. This is one where, in some respects, Christians don't, sometimes we don't think we have the permission to do this. Sometimes we think, well, this is what the Lord declared has decreed for me this is my lot and this is what I have to you know stay in true but that's actually not true I mean as long as we're not sinfully discontent and we're grumbling and we're, we're eyeing greener pastures if there's a legitimate reason to to look for a different job to, to change whatever the circumstance is right the Lord gives us that freedom and uh we obviously do it in a godly manner, like you said, not in godly discontent, but we we look for for opportunities that maybe the Lord presents to us to change or improve those circumstances. Yeah. It could be paying off debts. It could be downsizing. It could be moving, especially right now with everything going on. I see people on Twitter you know, and on social media talking about moving to a freer state. Mm-hmm than the one that they're currently in. Strange that we would say that, but that's the place the that we're in. right now, right. 
And, you know, if it means pulling your kids out of public schools and homeschooling them and, mm-hmm. and making that sacrifice, you know, do it and, and trust the Lord for it. So do what, do what you can. Use the brain God's given you. Use the wisdom and, and improve your circumstances. The last one is serve. Find a way to serve outwardly. You know, it, it occurred to me that everything on our list had to do with ourselves. True. True. And I realized, you know, I forgot to put an element of service out there, of you know, doing something for someone else. It's one of those, those blessings that you're blessed by blessing others. Right. You don't do it for that reason. You're not, you shouldn't be really, we really shouldn't be doing it for that reason. But we forget that in serving someone else and helping someone else and listening to somebody else, I mean, really listening, um, we are serving them, we are blessing them. And it's, uh, it really does just give you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to push back a little bit on what you just said. Oh, okay. You enjoy sitting out on our back porch and looking at the birds. One of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. No, I love sitting out there. I love sitting out there and I'll read, but a lot of times I just look up and I see the cardinals that there's usually anywhere from two to six of them and various branches just perched there. See the squirrels running around mm-hmm. this time of year, burying acorns or whatever it is they bury. And, uh, you know, the little backsides in the air as they're pushing something into the ground, you know, yeah. trying to bury it. And it's just calming. It's peaceful. It's, mm-hmm. it's nature the way God made it. So is it selfish for you to do that, to, to delight in that? Not when it calms me down. No, right. Not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And so the point is, you know, you said we shouldn't be doing things out, outwardly for others just because it makes us feel good. But I would say, true. yes, we can. That is we true. We absolutely can. That's true. Um, I guess know, it's that fine it, line of, well, I'm going to do this only so it makes me feel better. Uh, not being the only reason for doing it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you I know, there's know. certainly, like anything else, we could take it to an extreme, right? True. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm only doing these things to make myself look good. Right. That, but that's still, that's different. That's that, true. That is different. That is a, a selfish, prideful thing. Right. You know, that's. But if I'm doing something because it, it makes me, if I'm serving you or serving others or doing a good deed because I enjoy it, that's supposed to be pleasing. That's supposed to be rewarding and mm-hmm. and enjoyable. No, you're right. So you're right. But again, it's this idea that in these in these dark days, how can we encourage someone else or do something else, do something for others? Maybe it's uh, send a card. Mm-hmm. Or just you know, even praying for someone else. Absolutely, I it, it just came to mind when you were saying that that um, my mom is great at sending cards to people. I mean, she keeps just a whole pile of cards that mm-hmm. she can just randomly set send out, or whether they're birthday cards. And even during all this craziness of of lockdowns and self isolation and all of that, she's made it a point to call people. You know, now people have called her too, which has been a, a huge blessing and for her and, uh, you know, lifts her spirits up, but she's also shared that with others by calling 
Yeah. Uh, doing those outward things, you know, and again, even praying for others, mm-hmm. getting, getting out of our own prayers. Mm-hmm. So often all we do is pray for ourselves. Very true. But when we are conscious to pray for others, that's a way of, of serving them. So again, spiritual strength for dark days, it's not all about read your Bible, read Christian biographies, read Christian literature, remember the Ebenezers of your own life, all these things for, for you. It's, it's also about how can we spend our energies on other people mm-hmm. and get our mind off ourselves, our problems, and do something for others. Yep, and I think even more so in in these times when we are more isolated. Mm -hmm. I found an interesting quote that I wanted to share. I'm reading a book of biographical sketches, and it's got John Eliot, and then 100 years after him, David Brainerd, and then 100 years after him, Henry Martin. And Henry Martin's pastor, when he was in Cambridge, right at, at 1800, was Charles Simeon. And in this biographical sketch of Henry Martin, I really liked what I was reading about Charles Simeon, so I wanted to find out more about him. As I did, I found this story, and I wanted to share this because this is another example. You know, we opened the show talking about there are all kinds of ways to encourage ourselves in trying times. Well, what's one of the most trying things we could think of but our own death? Right. And listen to these words of Charles Simeon, who was a, a pastor in Cambridge, and listen to what he said. He was on his deathbed, and his biographer relates that after a short pause, he looked around with one of his bright smiles and asked, What do you think especially gives me comfort at this time? The creation. I ask myself, did Jehovah create the world or did I? He did. He did. Now, if he made the world and all the rolling spheres of the universe, he certainly can take care of me. Into Jesus' hands, I can safely commit my spirit. How encouraging is that? Right? I read that and I thought, that's that's really cool. I wanted to include that. And then a few other passages, a few other verses that, like you said at the beginning of the show, there's 66 books of the Bible mm-hmm. to feed us and strengthen us. These are some verses that I read recently that I thought I would just throw out there. Uh, you want to take the first one there, Amy? Sure. Despite all the terrors of judgment at the last day, the Lord promises his people, quote, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people, a stronghold for the people of Israel. And that comes out of Joel 316. Um, And that's true for all of us uh, in Christ today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading it and I was just thinking, you know, Joel's talking about the day of the Lord and about the, you know, the the day of judgment to come and and how, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people, a stronghold for the people of Israel. And I thought, and he is that now. It's not, I mean, he certainly, he will be that then, mm-hmm. but he's that now. Absolutely. Another one I read was in reading Revelation. I was struck as I, I read Revelation 1, 
this past week, John's word to his readers, John writes in Revelation 1.9, I, John, your brother and companion, in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, unquote. In the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance. And again, I thought, well, you know, we're in Christ. We also share in that same suffering and kingdom and patient endurance. Just like John said, he was their brother and companion with them in it. And the power of the living God and the resurrected Christ, you know, who lived inside them, lives inside us. Right. So stand, persevere, be patient in suffering, and bold in the kingdom. Hold firm. Hold firm, yeah, and in patient in endurance. And then what's the, what's the next then, one there? Yeah, right? then also in, in Jude verse 20, quote, But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Again, I was reading through that, and I just... First of all, Jude is such a... To me, it's such an Old Testament book. He's such a firebrand of a prophet-type book. Mm-hmm. You know? You've said that before, and what's funny is that's that was what I was reading this evening. Okay, I went back and, and reread Jude, because yeah. I know you're so enthusiastic about it, and it's just one of those little books that I've tended to not look at that deeply. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and because it, it's, it's such a concentrated punch yes. there, but... But what I, this time around, as I read it, it amazed me that, yes, it is that, but you see also Jude's great love for his readers because he wants them to stay in the truth. He wants them to avoid all those errors. And three times he calls them dear friends. Mm-hmm. The reason I included this is he tells them, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love. Build yourselves up. Keep yourselves in God's mm-hmm. love. Here's the thing. Yes, we look to the Lord for strength, but we've got to do our part every day. That is true. We have to build ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And what we're, the whole point of our conversation in these two episodes, are these are some ways that we can build ourselves up in this most holy faith mm-hmm. and pray in the Holy Spirit. The whole point is to keep ourselves in God's love. And remembering that it is God's love, mm-hmm. that he truly loves us mm-hmm. and he's there. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I realized this this week that one of the first episodes I did of this, back under its old name even, uh, was how to biblically counsel yourself. Right. Yes, and, I remember that. Yeah, and it, it's again; those are just those are more examples of really mm-hmm. the same thing: spiritual strength for dark days. Because I had to remind myself, really, what these were born out of was a list to myself. Because I was getting really wrapped up in the politics and the, you know, just all the whole state right. of things, mm-hmm. and I had to do exactly what you talked about earlier: pull away, get alone with the Lord. And then talk to myself and say, okay, what, what do I got to do here so that I'm not reacting to all of this stuff? How do I, as a Christian, be proactive and not let the, the tail wag the dog? Right. And I think reacting, the word reacting is, is key. Yeah. So I, so I came up with these things. And, you know, they, again, what we're doing is we're just trying to share things that 
help us as believers, and hopefully they help you. And so those are those are some things. I hope they bless you. If you've got other ideas, email us, show at graceandpeaceradio.com. We would love to hear from you, love to hear what, what works for you, mm-hmm. how we can pray for you in this. Mm-hmm. Another thing we'd like to hear from you about is how long do you think this podcast should be? Some of you are like, you know, a minute's too long. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> More of her, less of you. <laughs> I know I got an email this week and it said, really enjoyed the last episode. Really enjoyed Amy. You, not so much. Oh, come um, on. And what was really awkward was uh, it was it was signed. Well, it was Amy, actually. <laughs> Amy sent me the email. So I was like, well, thanks, babe. Please, listeners. I try to keep these about anywhere 15 minutes to a half hour. Right. Uh, I don't I don't try to go any longer than that. But uh, let us know what you think. If 15 minutes would be ideal for you, anywhere between 15 and 30, you're good with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other thing. I just want to r- remind you. You know, uh, we are Grace and Peace Radio is really blessed and honored to be part of the Christian podcast community. Right. And there are some fantastic podcasts mm-hmm. out there. And I'm not just saying that because I'm part of the community. I, I mean, there are some really great podcasts out there. So I would encourage you, if you've not done it already, go out to ChristianPodcastCommunity.org and listen to l- listen to the podcast there. Mm-hmm. Look it up, Christian Podcast Community, in your podcast app, whichever one you choose. You know, maybe you're already listening to this through the Christian Podcast Community. If so, thanks for checking us out. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. And we do hope that we have encouraged you as we try to encourage one another. And uh, we thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, Amy, you want to give them an idea of what, we're, what you're going to be talking about next time? Next time, I'm working on making a list. And of, checking it twice. Yes, yes. And stockings have nothing to do with this. That's right. Um, no, uh, making a list of favorite books and authors, Christian books and authors that I have. What comes to mind are a couple of uh, devotionals that are have really been important to me in the last few years. Some authors that are very encouraging that I've learned from. So I'm going to be compiling a list and we will be looking at that next week. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a very special episode because Amy, Amy is a voracious reader. <laughs> she reads like crazy. So, uh, it's going to be a very special eight hour episode. <laughs> I promise you it is not going to be eight hours. So <laughs> clear some space on your uh, phone. Thanks for scaring everybody. And, uh, <laughs> get ready for a large download. Mm. <laughs> Blow up your computer. That's right. So no, but, uh, anyway, it's been, it's been great. Thanks for joining us yes. and, uh, the Lord bless you and Lord willing, we'll talk to you next time. Looking forward to it. Take mm-hmm. care all. Bye-bye. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of him, our love for him and our service to him. 
If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.